a family may be planning a trip to Disney World in Florida. This trip could carry significant expense and a family would need to plan how this vacation expense would fit into their overall family financial plan. The family would need to create a budget of their projected household expenses to establish their predicted cash flow and how much they may have left for vacation. Further, the family would need to figure out how much it would cost for travel, the hotel, food, a theme park, admission, and most importantly, souvenirs. The family would create a budget for their trip and hopefully the excess in cash flow would cover the cost of that trip. The general ledger is a logbook for all financial transactions in a business. In healthcare technology management, many of these transactions are a result of purchasing activities associated with the HTM supply chain. The basic financial statements, such as income and cash flow statements, can summarize and describe these transactions in a way that helps the business assess the effectiveness of their strategies and show the status of their accounts. However, the basic financial statements do not detail the business plans, the projected performance, or validation of current performance against the plan. That is the purpose of an operational budget. So what is an operational budget? Operational budgets are documented financial plans to establish the amount of expected expense and which accounts those expenses will be charged to. There are two primary budgets associated with HTM operations. The first budget is the HTM department operations itself, such as the staffing labor, the benefits, the supplies, tools, training, and other costs necessary to run a department. The second budget is the equipment service costs, such as service contracts, vendor labor, or repair parts. These two budgets are extremely interdependent and in some cases, depending on the business structure, can be planned as a single budget. For the purpose of this discussion, we'll be focused on expense budgets and will not include revenue, sales, and income. Although some HTM operations could include income-producing activities, we're gonna focus on establishing an expense budget and how various service strategies can impact that budget. Once a budget is established, it is critical that the actual spending is monitored compared to the budget to assess that expenses are as predicted. This is usually captured in a budget report. The budget report will show the budgeted amount, the actual spend, and the difference between the two, which is considered the variance. This ultimately allows the business to verify that the budget plan is on track. Now, if the expenses are not following the budget, a business can drill into the transactions recorded in the general ledger or other reports to identify where the plan went wrong. It's possible that the budget was not planned correctly or something is occurring that was unanticipated, but either way, the business will have to determine what they need to do to adjust their operations to meet the overall business objectives. Let's talk about account structures. When I use the term account, that is essentially the place where the expense gets charged to. Let's go back to that Disney example. 
The family's planning their vacation, so they're going to look at their bank account for their current financial status. They may have a few accounts in their bank for various reasons. One account would likely be a checking account, which is used to cover the normal operating expenses of the family. If the family's interested in managing a budget, they may create expense groupings, such as utilities, groceries, activities, or home improvement. Each of these groups can be thought of as a budget account. And further, each family member, such as mom, dad, son, daughter, could have their own individual budget. The total sum of all these individuals would need to add up to the total of the overall family budget. So in a business, the family members are the various departments or business functions that make up that business. Each of these department accounts are usually called accounting units or AUs, or also commonly called cost centers. The AUs are usually assigned an account number to identify in the accounting system. And as financial transactions occur, they'll be logged under that account number in the general ledger. Each of these AUs will also have a budget associated with it. So that department can track spending against what that budgeted plan was. The expenses charged to that particular accounting unit or cost center would be further grouped into categories which are often referred to as expense accounts. Sometimes these expense accounts are referred to as sub-accounts as they fall under each accounting unit. So they're a sub-account under the accounting unit. But each of these accounting units would have sub-accounts for various expenses such as salaries, benefits, office supplies, business travel, or training. The subaccounts available for each AU may be common across all the AUs in the company, such as salaries and office supplies. However, some AUs may have specialized subaccounts for their particular business function. For example, a marketing department may have an account for advertising, but the facility maintenance department would not nor need an advertising account. So like the accounting unit or that cost center, which is associated with the department, those subaccounts would each have a number assigned to them as well. This way, each each transaction could be charged to that subaccount under that department. And this would allow the department to have visibility to how much is being spent and what types of expenses make up that spending. And those subaccounts that are common across the various accounting units or departments are usually assigned the same number so that business can easily see what is happening at that department level, but could also query that particular subaccount and do a roll up report to see what's happening at the overall company level. Now, as I mentioned, a typical budget report will show the actual expense, the budgeted amount, and then the difference, which is known as the variance. The actual expense could be the amount of money actually spent for that transaction, meaning the money has already changed hands, or it could reflect something referred to as an accrual, meaning we're logging the expense because we've committed to it, even though we haven't actually spent it. So when looking at a budget report, it's important to understand what that actual expense consists of. For example, say a family is planning a vacation and they have $10,000. From that $10,000, they have a number of expenses that they need to cover, and then whatever is left is gonna be their vacation fund. So they look at their budget report after a few months, and it shows that they've spent about $5,000. So they go ahead and book an all-inclusive trip 
for the remaining $5,000. Then, the next month rolls around, they're excited for their trip, they look at their budget, and they realize that they have gone over budget by $300. Because what they didn't realize at the time when they looked at their budget report was, although it said they had only spent $500 so far, they had actually committed an additional $300 for something that didn't show up on that report. That is the risk at looking at financial statements and budgets that are tracking the actual dollars being spent versus accounting for the dollars that were committed to but not spent yet. So one way around that is using an accrual, which essentially is taking that expense that's been committed to and incorporating it into your financial statement so that you don't spend that money that is not available to you. Another potential trick with budgets and financial statements and financial reports is a concept of allocation. An allocation is often used when a certain expense needs to be split between multiple departments or multiple expense accounts. There may be one payment made, but then those payments are separated out into allocations that may spread out between multiple areas in the business. When looking at a budget report, it's essential to know what that budget report represents not only from a financial perspective, is it money that I've spent or if it's money that I committed to, but also what is the time frame that that report represents. The most common time frames are usually a fiscal year or a calendar year. So a calendar year would be a time frame of 12 months. That would be January through December. A fiscal year is the financial year that that business has defined within their organization. A fiscal year could be the same as the calendar year, or another common definition of a fiscal year is July through June. And really, depending on the business, it could be defined as any 12-month period. But what the fiscal year really determines is when I set up my budget and my financial plan, I'm setting it up for a 12-month window, which is my fiscal year, and all of my accounting practices are gonna be tied to that fiscal year. So if I provide an end-of-the-year report to my investors and my stockholders, typically that would come as an end-of-the-year report at the end of the fiscal year. If I'm planning a budget for the coming year, I'm typically planning that budget for the coming fiscal year. Throughout that fiscal year, businesses will often look at budget reports, and usually it's on a monthly basis. The monthly report will show you the specific performance during that month, and there may be an additional report that maybe, say, shows the previous three months, which would be a budget report for the previous quarter. Sometimes a business will see a lot of volatility or variability in their monthly report just based on the nature of the business that they're in. So it may not be as useful to look at the monthly report as it would to a quarterly report or a report that shows performance over a longer period of time. An example of that would be looking at a budget report on a regular basis that's based on the last 12 months performance. So although I'm looking at the budget report each month, I'm looking at a trend or an average over the last 12 months. And by looking at the 12 month period all at once, I can decide, am I trending up over the course of that 12 months or am I staying flat? And the benefit involved in that is that if there's one month that is a complete outlier, whether it's really high expenses or really low expenses, I would be able to see that by looking at the trend over a long period of time. Sometimes we don't always look at the last 12 months. We may just want to look at the current fiscal year that we're in and what that performance is from the beginning of that fiscal year. 
Those reports are called year-to-date. You'll see it abbreviated as YTD. And essentially what that is showing you is from the very start of that fiscal year, what is my performance? Whether it's the second month or it's the eighth month, it'll show me the performance over the course of that fiscal year. So a budget is a financial plan to keep a business on track to meet their goals. In order for a budget to be effective, the budget plan has to be well documented. It must measure actual performance compared to the budget and your business should adjust their practices based on that performance. If you manage and understand your budget performance throughout a fiscal year, it will make creating that plan and predicting your business conditions for that following fiscal year that much easier.